The Soccer Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is brought to you by GameTime, your home for the lowest price last-minute tickets. Download the GameTime app today and use the promo code SGPN for $20 off. We're also brought to you by Underdog Fantasy. Sign up today using promo code SGPN and then go to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash dog to enter our bonus contest. Five winners will receive shirts, hats and a $50 SGPN gift card. Once again, that's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash dog to enter. And finally, we're also brought to you by Hall of Fame Bets, the sports betting research platform for parlays, player props and game lines. Download the Hall of Fame Bets app or visit hofbets.com and use the code SGPN to get 50% off to start making smarter bets today. Morris wins it aerially. Barkley goes in for more. And it's moved uh, away by Casemiro for Hoyland to chase. And Hoyland's through the middle. And Hoyland has scored quickly. Six in a row. He's in form. He looks like the real deal. It's taken a good few months to settle down. But Rasmus Hoyland, he's really banging them in now. Week in, week out. Six games on the bounce. with left footed out swing back in by Garnacho and it's bubbled apologetic here over the line and Manchester United are two to the good Garnacho hits it he's onside if it hits Hoyland he does he actually does really well I mean that isn't just a lucky deflection I think he turns his chest I mean he's raw he's unpolished but that is subtle and beautiful from Rasmus Hoyland Doughty Chong In way Lewis Luton Harry-Chest Captain Courageous Through in his head And the contest is ignited Kalana's left floundering It's good work by Chong at that near pole Just turn swivel hit and a little bit of good fortune As it lands into the path of Morris But what a start to this game Rashford can drive at them. Marcus Rashford! Good stop, Kaminsky. Firm wristed. Oh, that's really good goalkeeping because Marcus Rashford hits that well. I've seen that till late. He's done well. It's a good save. Hoyland. Good strong turn. Garnacho. Fernandez on his way. Kaminsky is stranded. Fernandez rounding. What a tackle. It's a brilliant counter tackle from United. He doesn't give up, he doesn't stop, and he just throws everything at it. Rashford has seen Garnacho, and he's through here. One-on-one, Alejandro Garnacho has hit the poise. Kaminsky got some of it. Garnacho has it back, and still can't finish. The third try, Garnacho once more, and it's out of harm's way. The more time you take on those, well more chance that defenders get out. Can he hit it there? He doesn't. He stops the ball and it gives the goalkeeper a chance to recover. Luke Berry in. It got it. Hit the crossbar from Ross Barkley. 
You're listening to Bet MEFC here on the Soccer Gambling Podcast. You can follow the Soccer Gambling Podcast on X at SGP Soccer. That's at SGP Soccer. You can also follow Bet MEFC on X at Bet MEFC. That's at Bet MEFC. You can follow the Sports Gambling Podcast Network at the SGP Network. That's at the SGP Network. And also at Gambling Podcast. That's at Gambling Podcast. And finally, be sure to follow my other X account as well. That is at X. That's at LockBettingX. That's a significant one because I post free plays on there along with my monthly profit and loss spreadsheet. Unlike many, I'm a trapped and transparent handicapper and that has led me to deliver 128, soon to be 129 months in a row of transparent and trapped profit. The pin suite at the top of the X account is always the profit loss spreadsheet from the previous month. At the moment, you can see the month of January which delivered £3,094. That's just shy of $4,000 once converted. That was aided by 14 units from NFL Futures. We had a formidable NFL season and we capped it off with a 13-5 and five Super Bowl card, which will be on the February P&L, which we posted as the pinned tweet in the next week or so. If you want to do further research, I encourage you to do that due diligence. Head over to lockbetting.com and see all the other spreadsheets that have helped us to get to 128, soon to be 129 months of straight profit. That means we've been undefeated in sports betting for over a decade and we're three months away from being able to say we haven't had a single losing month in 11 years. When you look from our spreadsheets, do that due diligence carefully and have a look how we manage a bankroll because we do it sensibly and by managing it sensibly, we make betting accessible for anybody with disposable income and we make this hobby fun. We don't chase plays. So if we lose one unit, we don't go with two unit. We don't have three unit, five unit, 10 unit, 20 unit on there. We don't have five star plays, 10 star, 20 star. We don't have well plays, max plays. We don't have a play of the week, a play of the month, a play of the year, all a play of the century. That is all manipulative, monopoly money, garbage from untracked and untransparent cappers, which is what I am not. I'm tracked and transparent, and you can see every single spreadsheet over at lockbetting.com. Plus, the spreadsheets are backed up by member feedback and clientele comments, which actually tell you that this is a fact. 128, soon to be 129 months in a row of transparent track profit is a fact. If you have any questions about it, just shoot me a DM over at the X account at lockbettingx. That's at lockbettingx. So, moving on with this edition of BetMUFC, Manchester United are rolling and we continue to cash the locks here on this show. Strong, strong lot record once again. Not quite undefeated like last year where we went 10-0, and but we are 8-2-1 and when it comes to taking Manchester United locks so far this season. There will not be one at the end of this show though because suddenly the game at home to Fulham becomes a little bit of a banana skin and this entire period on the whole becomes a bit of a banana skin because that's how important both Rasmus Hoyland and Luke Shaw have become. We've now seen two games where Manchester United struggled on the left-hand side without Luke Shaw. Luke Shaw came off injured pretty much exactly the same time in both games and Man United struggled in the second half. The difference between the Luton game and the Aston Villa game is on the counter, Manchester United really should have won more comfortably against Luton. And it was so good to see us starting a game fast, going away, not letting the other team come onto us. We actually started like a top team. We took it to Luton. We said, we're better than you and we're going to come out of the gates flying because we're Manchester United. That's something that's been lacking for both of Ten Hag's season and just for Man United in general since Fergie left. That was positive. What was not positive is when we conceded the goal, we allowed Luton to come on to us and come on to us and come on to us. And our finishing on the counter-attack wasn't positive either because Man United, despite the fact that they were lucky to win the game, if you look at the chances Luton had, 
We're also unlucky not to win by more because we had a number of chances. I'm talking clear-cut chances. There are actually stills that show that both Garnaccio and Bruno Fernandes had empty nets to roll the ball into and failed to do so. So that's concerning. And this weekend, we don't have the one man who seems to be on fire, Rasmus Hoyland. He's going to be out for two to three weeks. Not as long as Shaw. Shaw's going to be missing for most of the season. But Hoyland, he has shown that um, he does have injury issues. Maybe it's growing pains. But he also comes back from injuries not quite the same player. It's, it's really disappointed to see that momentum derailed. And therefore, that makes this game against Fulham a lot more difficult this weekend. The only thing going for us really is the fact that Fulham have quite a poor away record. So if Man United managed to overcome this hurdle, it's then on to Nottingham Forest in the FA Cup. But that is really our only one opportunity to win a trophy this season. So we don't want to go out of the FA Cup. But Nottingham Forest have been a lot better under Nuno. And at the same time, they've been a lot better at home, which is where this game's going to be played. So Difficult times, really, for Man United off the back of um, such a good month of February. And what's crazy is that if Eric Ten Hag is able to win this game or, or win this game on Saturday, win this game tomorrow against Fulham, he's probably the front runner for manager a month of February, which is insane because this is a this is a a manager who's been linked to the sack. They've been talking about replacing him, despite the fact he finished third last season and massively overachieved. Much like Eddie Howe at Newcastle, who's almost a victim of his own success. Yet this season, the style of play, the tactics, the substitutions, everything's been criticised when it comes to Eric Ten Hag. Yet he's on his way to his second manager of the month trophy. And I truly believe that he's just one win away from securing it. So we'll talk about if Man United are going to get that win or not when we preview that game shortly. Before we do that, we're going to listen to Eric Ten Hag. And before we do that, we're going to take a quick pause here to tell you guys about game time we've all been frustrated with secondary ticket markets for me it's pulling the trigger do I get the tickets now or do I get them later I better see it's going to become available or am I seeing the best deal on my screen at the moment I've waited and lost the deal and I've also waited and succeeded and I've pulled the trigger early and it's been the right decision and it's been the wrong decision but the worst thing is the worst situation I've been in is when it's the day of the event and my tickets haven't come through. Spoke to Will Call and Will Call won't help you because guess what? You didn't buy the tickets from them. Buying tickets, your favourite events, shouldn't be that stressful. And game time's a fast and easy way to buy tickets for all sports, music and comedy and for th- and theatre near you. With killer last minute deals and the best price guarantee, you can stop stressing over the tickets and start actually getting hyped for the fun you'll have at the event. So snag the tickets without the stress with game time. Download the game time app and create an account and use the code SGPN for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply, but again, create an account and redeem the code SGPN for $20 off. Download game time today for last minute tickets at the lowest price guaranteed. Let me also take this pause to tell you guys about Underdog Fantasy as SGPN is teaming up with Underdog to give you even more of a bonus. Sign up between now and the end of the month where five winners will receive an Underdog hat, Underdog shirt and a $50 SGPN gift card. Sign up today, use the promo code SGPN and then go to sportsgallonpockets.com slash dog to enter your contest for your chance to win today. That's sportsgallonpockets.com slash dog to enter the contest for your chance to win today. When you sign up with a promo code SGPN, Underdog will double that first deposit of up to $100. That's Underdog Fantasy and the promo code SGPN. Hi, Eric. Uh, I know. That's not not great news about uh, Rasmus. Could you just explain what's, what's happened and... How long you think he's going to be out for? Uh, it's, uh, it's a small injury, but two or three weeks. Um, now what happened, that is um, the risk. Playing high intensity, um, training. Um, as I say, it's, it's not a big injury. 
but he has to, to wait for one, two, three weeks. This is the first time you've spoken since um, the ownership of the club was confirmed and Jim Ratcliffe obviously gave his interviews earlier this week. What have you gathered from him about the demands on you and the demands on the team for the rest of the season? <laughs> it's not from, uh, from his press conference, so we speak a lot. Um, um, well, many conversations with him. Uh, with Dave Bersford uh, about uh, about this club, about uh, the team, about structures. Um, we are very aligned, so I embrace totally the ambitions. I think it totally fit with the ambitions I have, with the ambitions uh, I had when I came in. Um, yeah, so we are in that project. And for me, I'm now 18 over 90 months in, and. Yeah, um, I, I see we go in the right direction. Yeah. We have had setbacks in, now in the second season, but you see um, a team coming. You see a squad progressing and developing. And uh, uh, just keep going in the process. Uh, work hard on the training speeds. Work hard during games. Um, of course, it's very important is to have the players fit, but also to construct a, a squad uh, which is robust. And yeah, I'm sure we will be very strong, and we will be even stronger when we add uh, to this squad, and yeah, uh, so uh, yeah, even more qualities. Do you, do you get the feeling from him that he is confident in you to deliver the vision that he outlined? Absolutely. <laughs> so and that feeling where we have so many talks, uh, we are very aligned. Uh, uh, yeah, we have the same ambition. Um, and yeah, we are very aligned in, in, in the process. But when he's very ambitious and when he obviously wants to get things done very quickly, how much more pressure does that put you under and how much more pressure are the players under? Uh, nothing. No more pressure. Because we have the same ambition. We have the same uh, targets. But clearly, but if, if you're not in Champions League places by the end of the season, there'll be serious questions asked. Do you accept that? It, it, it will be always the case but as I say I see the process um, and uh, I see this team uh, is developing is progressing I see um, and we have um, also we have now also the right age group and across the squad and we can make that even stronger and they will they will grow and yeah, we will do everything, of course, what's in our uh, power. We know also there's a strong competition, and we know the reasons behind when we... Uh, at this moment, we are not in that position. We are still have to catch up. We are still in a moment where we, uh, where every game is a final for us, because yeah, we have to be in the Champions League. That is, uh, the players all want this, the team wants this. We have that strong ambition, and we belong there, we believe, but then uh, you have to prove it. Is there a big chance that the injuries, though, are going to wreck that ambition? Yeah, of course, is that, is that an issue? But um, also other clubs have this. But yeah, uh, we, have to, we have to deal with this. And, yeah, um, and I have now the feeling we can deal with it better as in autumn. Well, uh, but yeah, still, uh, it's an issue uh, when, um, yeah, when the depth of the squad, uh, the depth of the squad now have to prove it. Yeah. Uh, Eric, Jim said uh, about how he felt um, 
the, the fact that United haven't won the league over the last decade or so was as much down to the structure in the club as the coaches. Do you feel like anything has been missing that you've needed during your time here in terms of the structure? Uh, I don't go into into the discussion now. I think it's what we uh, look forward to uh, to the future. And what uh, I discussed uh, previously, we always uh, have to improve. We always have to do better. And we have to think uh, when uh, structures and better structures can help for the future. You have to do it because also uh, the competitors they never sleep. They also improve. So you have always to think about improvements. But as you see, last season we were third in the league. We had two finals. Um, so if we can improve. Yeah, then it's, the way is not too far. You see also in the last games where this team is capable of and what especially the potential uh, is very good of this team. Thank you. Hi, Eric. Eric, how much of a setback are these, these injuries? Um, when you just seem to be getting everybody back fit uh, and you start to now push towards that top four, do you see it as a negative or do you see it as a, as a positive to give other players or fringe players who've been out of the team <coughs> an opportunity back into the starting 11? Uh, both. <laughs> it's um, All the players uh, will get the opportunity to, to show their qualities. So, um, of course, we, uh, we are very curious. Uh, and we have the confidence they can, because that's why we constructed this squad when we went into the January window. And, uh, we, saw, we saw that players are developing, progressing, who didn't have the chance lately uh, or in the first half of the season uh, or they were injured and, but now yeah, they will get opportunities and now it's about them uh, to fit in the team and to contribute uh, um, Eric, with the idea of trying to get up the table in mind I think six of your next seven fixtures are against teams that are in the lower half of the Premier League do you see that as a major opportunity to really push yourselves up now? Uh, we have to go from game to game. Every game is a final. And you will see where we will come uh, more into uh, closer to by the end. And the, the points will be more expensive. Uh, everything is fighting to get their, their position in the league table. Um, we are used to it. Um, uh, not only, I think, in this season, not only from January, where we are playing in every game a final, but also. Uh, we have the experience um, from uh, over from many players, and so I would say across the team, uh, who can deal with such pressure situations. Uh, we love it actually, so we are looking forward. Yeah, a lot of injuries this season. It has really hampered us. The most interesting thing there was that he wouldn't really be drawn on if um, he had the full support previously. If he'd been given the full support. On every occasion. I think the fact he didn't answer it obviously means that he hadn't. And I'm glad he did that. He could have just taken the easy route and said yes. But obviously that has been an issue. And by not answering a question, we essentially know the answer to the question. Before we move on to the Fulham game, let me tell you guys quickly about Hall of Fame Bets, where you can stop betting in the dark and join over 30,000 users researching with Hall of Fame Bets to craft more intelligent, data-driven parlays. Download the Hall of Fame Bets app or visit hfbets.com and use the code SGPN to get 50% off your first month today. Start researching and start winning with Hall of Fame Bets. Let's move on to the game against Fulham. 
where Manchester United are the 8-13 favourites to win it. It's 10-3 on the draw and it's 17-4 here on Fulham. Can Man United cope without Luke Shaw at left back? We don't have Malassia. We let Regulon go. So now it's probably going to be Victor Lindelof playing in the left back position. Can Manchester United overcome that? At the same time, can we find somebody to score the goals in the absence of Rasmus Hoyland? Now, Garnacho has been banging him in, but he also misses a lot of chances as well. He can score an overhead kick one game, and then he can also go clean through on goal, go around a keeper and find a way to miss the chance. So that was concerning, and um, it's concerning now that Rasmus Hoyland isn't here to bail us out. For me... I'm not as confident taking Manchester United. This season has been full of ups and downs and we probably are due a down. I'd be absolutely delighted if we can win this game, a game where I do believe that we will see over two and a half goals, a game where I also believe we'll see BTTS. And hopefully, if it is both teams scoring and we go over, it's Man United getting that crucial third goal uh, or even more in order to pick up this victory. I'm going to take over two and a half goals and BTTS. I'm going to lean Manchester United to win. If you want to take Man United and over two and a half goals and BTTS, um, you can do because I do believe that this is a game that Man United can still win because Fulham travel poorly. They have lost five of the last six away league matches, but there have been at least three goals in four of those defeats. On Man United, they come to this one having won three of the last five home league games with over two and a half goals cashing in all of them. So the data tells you goals is a more reliable play and therefore over two and a half goals and BTTS will be my lean here for this one. But no lock this week. We are going to be protecting that lock record. And for me, this game becomes much more difficult to call. And Man United are too short at the price right now. That's it for me and this edition of Bet MUFC. Good luck with all of your bets as always. And thanks for listening. I think the price is a little bit too big against a distracted Liverpool who are full of injuries. Whilst Chelsea, this is it. This is your biggest game of the season. This is the season-saving game. And you've got a group of very, very talented players who have gone toe-to-toe with the top team so far this season. Closing out with your lock on the show, I'm here to make you money. I'm not here to make silly picks and entertain you guys for the fun of it. So I'm going to give you a very conservative lock here on the show. I'm going to go with a two-team parlay. And my selections are going to be Arsenal in third place and Manchester City in second. We're going to parlay those two selections together. And that parlay pays out at 10 to 11 minus 110. That's it for me and this edition of the EPL show. Good luck with all of your bets as always, guys. And thanks for listening.